And our next guest as well, Roach. Uh, he was covering the game last night between Australia and India. He was barracking his little lungs out for the Australians, but couldn't get us over the line. We did not make enough runs. Barat Sundarasan joins us now. Is it as simple as that, Barat? Not enough runs. Not that maybe if they'd got even 30 more runs, they could well have made a match of it. Mm. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, the the decision to bat first is understandable. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay. in Australia did play uh, an ODI here earlier in the year, uh, the end of the cricket season, and uh, they defended 239. So I think the idea was right. The execution, obviously, not right, as we saw. Mm. Uh, and there were times when, like David Warner, I thought, started really well. Steve Smith started extremely well uh and then i think um uh, you just you just needed one of them to really kick on uh and not to forget uh, uh manist as well i think the fact that they they didn't go deep uh and with the middle order which you know has blown a little hot and cold at times in uh, uh in 50 over cricket uh a, you know, 199 was never going to be enough but having said that uh, at least australia made a made a made a match of it uh, and who knows, right? Who knows if Mitchell Marsh hangs on to that catch oh. of Virat Kohli early on. It could have gone either way. Now, he looked straight over to Alex Carey as if to say, Alex, but I didn't think Alex was in his way. I think, uh, look, I think there was a bit of miscommunication, but once Mitchell Marsh got to the ball, mm. I think uh, he should have held on to it. But I guess it's a natural reaction as well. Uh, the uh, first thought that came to my mind is uh, every time I've dropped a catch and you always look for someone else to point your <laughs> finger at. But I think it's just a natural reaction. Not that I've dropped too many, but no, I think it was just one of those things. Uh, but obviously, he had uh, uh, Alex Carey in, in the line of his sight because Mitchell Marsh is a very safe catcher and he just didn't get his hands to the ball as he would usually. Well, here's Pat Cummings, what he had to say about the dra- dropped catch of Coley. Yeah, I've already forgotten about it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, not ideal, especially someone of his calibre. Um, it happens. You know, four for ten would have been a dream start, but not to be. So when Warner and Smith were pushing the run rate at more than four runs and over, and the projection was 270, <laughs> which point did you think it started to go the wrong way there, Barat? When they got out? Um, I guess... Uh, just the wickets of uh, uh, Smith, Manus, and Maxwell came pretty much back to back. And look, at one point, it looked like they might be rolled over for 150. So yeah. a credit to Pat Cummins and Mitchell Stark for uh, uh, so showing some gumption. Uh, uh, on a pitch which I think Steve Smith uh, described pretty aptly as uh, it felt at times to him like he was playing a test match against India. Okay. Uh, the ball was yep. gripping, the ball was turning. It wasn't a ranked turner before... Um, uh, everyone reaches for panic stations in Australia, but mm. it, it, it was a traditional subcontinent pitch uh, with puffs of dust. Uh, and, and like the great Shane Warne used to say, when it seems it spins, I think this was the other way around. We saw what Josh Hazelwood was getting the ball to do uh, once he got that new ball in his hand. But yeah. I think it, it's in that middle order. And I said it before the tournament, if there's one, not concern, but one thing I'm really looking forward to see how Australia gets stronger as the tournament progresses, it is that middle order. Uh, Manas Labushin is batting really well, but don't forget, he's just found his way back into one-day mm. cricket. Uh, and then uh, with Carey, Stein is green. Uh, he's just waiting to, for them to find the right kind of form, and maybe it'll happen at the right time for Australia in this tournament. So Australia makes 199, clearly wasn't enough, but then mm. all of a sudden India are 3 for 3, and I think when they're about 3 for 20, 
you could still get $2.57 for Australia to win. Uh, <laughs> remember what you're gambling with. What were you thinking when India were three for three? Uh, well, I mean, look, it wasn't the kind of start that uh, anyone in India expected. Uh, and Josh Hazelwood was bowling, like I said earlier, like an absolute dream. Mm. Uh, and he has a lot of experience of bowling at this ground. He played for CSK, won IPL trophies with them. Uh, but he was really getting the ball to talk. But at that point, you almost felt like you wanted Pat Cummins to come and bowl at that high-level Pat Cummins uh, uh, level, or what I mean, like, like bowl like Pat Cummins, which is give nothing away. And I'm not saying he bowled, I didn't bowl that well, but it just felt like, uh, you know, there was that odd single here and there uh, once he came on to bowl. Uh, and, and, you know, Virat Kohli and KL Rahul, just the experience that they have. And, and they, they are in a good space, uh, this Indian team. Uh, and you always had the depth of Hardik Pandya, Ravindra Jadeja, and even an R. Ashwin in a low run chase, you would have backed him on his home ground. So I never thought even at 3-for-3 three three that Australia were favourites. Uh, it was just a matter of, uh, you know, uh, uh, one partnership and as it proved to be, that was it. But who knows? Again, like the drop catch could have changed everything. Yeah, well, the bookies knew. All right, so that one's done and dusted. We take on <laughs> South Africa on Thursday. Are you expecting any changes to the lineup? Um, Not really. Look, if Marcus Steinis is fit, uh, and it looks like he should be, uh, he had a long uh, stint in the net with bat and ball two days out from the game. Uh, he batted again uh, two days uh, or on the eve of the one day. And even yesterday during the innings break, he was having a long bowl. Uh, you would think he's just an automatic slot in for Cameron Green at this point. Mm. Uh, but I don't see them making any changes at this point. But uh, look, if Alex Carey does have uh, a few more lean uh, games in this tournament, maybe they might be tempted to bring in Josh Inglis. Uh, those are the only options they have left Australia, to be honest. Uh, they, it was a gamble to uh, take just a 14-member squad uh, and wait for Travis Head to get yeah. uh, good to go. So uh, I don't see them having too many other options, but uh, just a, a sternness for green swap. Barat, always enjoy chatting to you. Have fun over there. We look forward to speaking again later in the week. Sounds very good, guys. I'm just at the airport on my way to Lucknow for eight days of World Cup cricket. Well, enjoy. <laughs> you got a enjoy. tough life. you got the best life in enjoy the world. He's rubbing that. it in then too, Rich, I think. Mm. Yes, Lucknow, that's where it happens. Uh, Australia taking on South Africa gets underway at 7.30 Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, what's that, Rich? 7 o'clock our time. Australian Eastern Daylight. Yeah, 7 o'clock our time. It's a long tournament. Yes, yes. It's a long it's a, tournament. So the first game isn't. At the end of it all, is it? No, no. The uh, the semis don't start until November Ooh, the fifteenth. We'll nearly be, on, nearly be on nearly on holidays there, Rich.